five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energized Podcast, it is back. So, if you're new to the Energized Show, welcome. And if you're a returning Energized listener, where have you been? And welcome back. So, guys, Barry's going to give us a rundown for the show. So, Barry, give us a rundown for the show. Okay, on today's show, we're going to be discussing Bama 35 that's on in Dublin this weekend because, as you know, the Energized lads are after hooking themselves up with media passes. So, we'll be there. So, if you're also there, don't be afraid to come up and say hello to us and get a pick. Yeah. Uh, also, UC 224 is on in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil this weekend as well. Amanda Nunes is headlining the card against Raquel Pennington. And then also on Saturday, Bellator 199 is on the continuation of the heavyweight Grand Prix. Ryan Bader is taking on King Mo Lowell. King Mo, mm-hmm. King Mo. I still can't believe he wears a crown. And then also we're <laughs> going to also look over all the boxing news because Mikey Conlon's fighting this weekend in Madison Square Garden on the Lomachenko card. And we're going to give you our opinion on Bellew Hay too. Yeah. So, we might as well start this weekend. Bama's return to Dublin. Yeah. We're back to work. We're back to work. We're back to work. Um, For people that don't know anything about Bama, you may as well yeah. just tell them. So, Bama's basically a bit British-based mixed martial arts promotion. Um, look, it's... Very well organised. It's great for sourcing local talent. And um, there's some real up and comers on the rise there. Um, it's um, headlined this time around by uh, Ian P- Pescu. Yeah. Um, um, Alex Lahore. Uh, Alex Lahore, last time we saw him in Dublin, he beat Richard Coyley for the Bama Welterweight title. He's since lost that. And Ian Pescu actually fought Ed Ruth and Bellator there recently enough as well. So, like, two very high-caliber fighters fighting the main event. Yeah, the standard will be very good. So, last time we were at a Bama show in Dublin, it was actually a co-promotion with Bellator. And it was the time the notorious <laughs> Conor McGregor jumped the cage, slapped a Bellator official, and had a push match with referee Mark Goddard. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. loose. It Are was, you expecting yeah. this one to be as loose as that <laughs> one? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that set the standard very high. Yeah. It is extraordinarily high standard to be setting. Um, look, I think, if I'm 100% honest about it, I don't think it's going to be as crazy this time. Um, I don't even know if McGregor's going to show up to it. If I had to guess, I'd almost say he would, just because... So would I. What else are you doing on Saturday night in Dublin? Um, yeah. I remember last time when he went into the ring. That was also because um, it was a Charlie Waters fighting, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he he's not see, on this card. He's not on this card, but he also really wanted to see Blaine O'Driscoll, who's fighting on the card as well. Yeah. So you never really know. Yeah, there are a good proportion of representatives from SPG yeah. on the card. So like, yeah, like John Cabin is going to be there. Yeah. Own Roddy. Yeah, um, Paddy Hulham will be there. Um, He'll be presenting it. So yeah, Arden yeah. will be there. There'll be a decent amount of people there anyway. Yeah. King Kelly be there. Yeah. Yeah, so like, like basically, cause, oh yeah, because yeah, so it's great night of fights anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like all his mates are going to be there. So yeah, well, who knows? Um, yeah. So what do you think, Barry, for the main event? Um, Pascu versus Lahore. Uh, as in, like, what do I think as it as it being a headline in Dublin? That and then who do you think is going to win? I just thought uh, you see last time when remember Richie Coyle was fighting Lahore and. Like everyone was sort of hoping Richie Coyley would win, obviously because yeah. the the Irish guy at home and Lahore actually just seemed too good. He seemed like yeah. a different, fresher yeah. 
person coming coming out of England. So, like knowing the past, he was coming off a loss very recently in Bellator. Mm. I think it's going to be Lahore's fight to win, or you could say Lahore's fight to lose. Really. Yeah. So you're picking Lahore. Yeah. Oh, I actually think Ian Pasu's going to win. Obviously, it's a slightly biased pick because he's an SPG fighter, and I like the SPG fighters. But Definitely. I, I think he's just very sort of hard headed. He's going to come forward, swing big power shots in. He's got very big leg kicks. We've seen them before, yeah. and I just think he's going to be. It's going to be his night to shine. That's hope, one yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, also, we're who else, who's fighting? Kiefer Crosby's fighting on the card as well. And um, the co-main. And the co-main event. I actually thought they were going to try and push him to become the face of Bama. Yeah. The new Richard Coyley. Yeah, the new Richard Coyley, yeah. But uh, Kiefer Crosby's taking on Josh Plant. I think this is... The power plant. Josh the power plant, yeah. I think this is definitely going to be Kiefer's fight to win. He was very impressive mm. last couple of fights we saw him as well. I remember we were actually so close to the cage last time we saw Kiefer Crosby fight that you could actually hear him like trash talking his opponent in the middle of the fight. Yeah. And Kiefer Crosby on the feet looks absolutely vicious. Yeah. He's definitely one to watch out for yeah. as well. No, I'd 100% go for uh, Kiefer Crosby in that. Yeah. And he looks massive at welterweight as well. He does. Uh, then in the middleweight division, Fabian, this, the assassin Edwards has taken on Claudio Conti. Uh, Fabian's brother, what's his, his Leon. Brother? Leon Edwards is actually fighting Donald Cowboy Cerrone in UFC Singapore. Yeah, the main event. Yeah, it's the main event. Yeah, so... Fabian Edward looks brilliant and he's he's actually he's bigger than his brother, he's middleweight and he's very long. Um he fought one of the SPG guys, I think, in the last uh in his last out in Bam. We actually saw him fight yeah. again before yeah, and I he mean, looked very impressive. Yeah. Remember he did the knockout, your man folded. Yeah. I remember you being like his brother fights in the UFC and this before I even mm. knew his brother. Yeah. But uh so Leon Edwards might be over at this. He probably will be, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, because they're always yeah. in each other's corners. Yeah. He's, yeah, his, Leon Edwards actually says he gets more nervous when his brother's fighting rather than he fights. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was, I, probably so, because the fight's out of his control. Yeah. Uh, well, according to the email, some fights are still to be confirmed who's fighting who. Mm. But uh, is there anyone else you're actually looking forward to seeing? Um, yeah, I look forward to seeing um, Blaine O'Driscoll fight. Um, he's been doing very well and he's actually making I think his flyweight debut and I remember last time we were watching him fight he actually did look undersized against uh, his opponent and apparently John Kavanagh came out and said that this is the way that Blaine should be fighting at so I'm very interested to see that and then uh, also um, Mark Gal- Galvin is fighting in an amateur fight lower down on the card and uh, he's one of the lads from Malahide who tyranny trains so that should be good yeah yeah he's also yeah. he follows the page as well yeah which is always Good promotion to help. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, go get him. But yeah, would you say would you say the amateur fight's the very first fight? I'd assume so. Yeah, yeah. I assume so as well. Yeah. So that sort of sums up for Bama thirty five. We'll let you know how the madness unfolds on the night. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, keep an eye out for it. Saturday's gonna be crazy. Yeah. If the weather's lovely, think about like how the atmosphere in there will be electric as well. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. You don't even need Conor McGregor jumping into the ring. No. You'll have to jump in instead. Yeah. <laughs> Slapping the refs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be an action packed Saturday anyway. Um should we move into the UFC then? Yeah, why not? UFC 224 in Brazil this weekend. Yeah. Barry, first of all, do you think UFC should stop doing pay-per-views in Brazil? Um, I sort of think they do they should, to be honest. Why? I just feel like it's not the same show. And also, you stack the car with Brazilian fighters. And yeah, the Brazilian fighters are great. But then, like, it's very hard to promote it because no one speaks English. So, therefore, like, the pay-per-view rates are never going to be good for a Brazil show. Yeah, but they'd be good in Brazil, though. 
Yeah, but I'm yeah, but well, I'm trying to think like is Brazil not known for being quite poor in a lot of places, and then therefore like I don't know if they even have the pay per view model in Brazil. Uh, well, so so I'm, I'm not too sure, but maybe I'm wrong, and maybe that's why they do do all the pay per views in Brazil. But I think it's not a very good idea. Why don't they just do like quite good fight nights in Brazil? Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, that that's fair. I, I thought you were trying to be like they shouldn't do anything really in Brazil. But no, no, no. They, they have, have to do fights, but yeah, like not to... pay per views. Yeah, well, if they're if they're only doing like 12, 14 pay per views a year, like they should be in Canada and America, really. Yeah, oh, like, no, I agree, but I think sometimes they do. They put the Brazilian fighters on those cards because then they can be like, oh, this person headlined there, or you know, I mean, basically give them a better backstory. Uh, um, yeah, I suppose. Like, but I think for me and probably yourself, if this this was going to be headlined by Amanda Nunes versus Raquel Pennington, and I'm not overly interested. Like, I don't like watching the Brazilian interviews because they don't speak good English. Therefore, like. You're watching someone give an interview in broken English for 40 minutes. And then, yeah. like, I'm not overly that interested in Raquel Pennington. If it was, like, Colby Covington in the main event, I'd probably be like, right, let's see what he has to say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, but I'm just not overly intrigued by well, like, an all-Brazilian show. No, the card, it, well, each in, in, in nearly all the fights, bar one, there's a Brazilian on each, each yeah. fight. So, like, the Brazilians would be happy with that. Oh, no, 100%. But yeah. they, could they not just do, like, a nice... UFC on Fox in Brazil or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the people who... Like, Vitor Belfort, it's his last fight. Yeah. So they may as well get the last bit of money they can out of I him. suppose it's going to be Leo Machida. In fairness, like, you're going to easily sell out the arena. Yeah. Like, it's a great car for a Brazil fan. Yeah. But I'm just more so saying, like, is it going to translate well on the pay-per-view? I don't think it will. Yeah, but I say, I say coming into the future, they'll go less and less there. Yeah. It's like the same reason why they don't come to Dublin, because there's no draw here now. Yeah. So they're actually using their draw to go to Brazil. Yeah. But uh, like you can see, it is a bit of a retirement party. Like put it yeah. like Jack Ray Souza jumping in late. Uh, Machida fighting Belfort. Like yeah. if Machida wins, don't be surprised if he stops. Yeah, you know what I mean. Unless he might get another payday headline, another yeah. fight night against mm. Jack Ray, probably. Right. So we go through the card. Yeah. Um. That was just my initial thought. No, it's a fair question. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, we may as well start in the main card. Yeah. The rest of the cards, muck. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not nothing really to write home about. Um, we're going to start off in the middleweight division. Vitor Belfort is taking on Leona Machida. As we said, Belfort's supposed last fight. What is this, 2010? It is, it is very, <laughs> yeah, it is something that... Probably should happen in 2010. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pre-Reebok deal. Um, <laughs> Wait, what, do you, what do you say? Like, I'm, I'm like... Very good first round. Very good first two minutes of the fight. That's what I'm looking for. If I'm being yeah. honest, I think... That Leona Machida or, or Vitor Belfort, the fight's going to be over within the first two minutes. Vitor Belfort's going to do his kamikaze rush that he always does, which works out for him a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, but he's fighting somebody who's very elusive in Machida. So either Machida's going to catch Belfort coming in or Belfort's going to steamroll Machida, one of the two. If I had to guess, I would actually think Machida might catch Belfort. I, I, do you know what? Because Machida's coming off a loss against Brunson, isn't he? That's what no, I, I didn't think you were going to say that. Brunson, no, Machida beat Eric Anders in a five round decision in Brazil after that. Did he? Yeah, in the main event. Is he Australian, is he? Anders? Or is he no, the he's former he's NFL player. NFL player, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he beat him in a five round decision. So if he went five rounds against Anders and didn't get knocked out, I'm happy enough with Machida's chin that he'll be able to last against Belfort. This is going to sound really weird now, but I know I almost try to sway it to go towards Belfort, but the thing is, I think. 
Peter Belfort was like, right, my last fight in Brazil, and I want to impress the fans. So yeah, but Machida's probably thinking the same. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. But I think Machida will probably do another fight after this, unless like Belfort just like knocks him out. But uh, Belfort was probably like, right, if I fight someone who's not Brazilian, I might use a bit of gear. Yeah, you know what I mean. But now he's fighting a, a fellow Brazilian. He'd be like, oh, that's a bit cheating against your own sort of nationality in a way. So therefore, <laughs> therefore, I think of this right. Because if it was some like random Dublin lad going over, like say if Carl Pendleton was coming out, and he's like, just I'll go in the juice and knock him out, and yeah. no one would care. Yeah, you know what I mean. But now he's fighting a fellow Brazilian. He's like, oh, I can't really like cheat against my native. So I actually think Machida is actually going to win because he is not definitely retiring. Yeah, and if you've won, you know Machida's fourth. Yeah, but he looks every year of thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, this is this is a hundred pound loser leaves town fight anyway, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if if Machida gets knocked out in thirty seconds, he's gonna be right, lads. That's enough for me. Yeah. If yeah, if he if he loses, there's gonna be no one at his yeah. celebratory. Party. Oh, you know what I think is actually gonna happen. Win or lose, I think Belfort's probably going to go to Bellator. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I can't see him never fighting. He'll probably yeah. fight, um, who's your man? Uh, Vandalay Silva, Silva yeah. like, again or something. Yeah. yeah, I can see that happening. It, this is such a Bellator headline yeah. card, isn't it? Yeah. Belfort versus right. Cheetah. So, are we both saying Cheetah then? Yeah. But yeah. we wouldn't be surprised at all if Belfort won either. It's such a flip the coin, like, yeah. I mean... Machida probably going the juice and then like oh, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, then in the bantamweight division, John Lineker is taking on Brian Keller. Um, I'm just gonna go John John Lineker for this. Yeah, um, I'm gonna agree with you because John Lineker's last fight he beat Marlon Vera and Marlon Vera has already beaten Brian Keller. Brian Keller though in his last fight beat Henan Brow, which is a very good win. But everyone knows that's not the Henan Brow who was like thirty four and one. Yeah. So the pre TJ. Yeah, I think. Oh, Lineker's like relentless on the feet, isn't he? he? He throws bombs with everything in it until like he can't anymore. Yeah, the Brazilian clay leader. Yeah, although Kelleher's grappling game is extraordinarily strong, but I don't think he's at a level of a TJ Dillashaw or one of those types. So I'm going to go with Lineker. Lineker's beating people like John Dodson, and I think that's enough to sort of say I'm going to go with him. Also, it's in Brazil. Yeah, remember remember Shab- Brendan Schaub was saying how hard it was in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. The food and everything. Yeah. And then no, nowhere would let him train. Now that's about, that's good yeah. 10 years ago. Now. Yeah, but apparently he was fighting Nogueira though, who was like, yeah, like, I know, yeah, but, the sensei of Brazilian MMA at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, well, you got Lineker as well? Yeah. Okay. Then in the women's strawweight division, um, Mackenzie Dern is taking on Amanda Cooper. Mackenzie Dern is basically like, they're trying to push her to be the next Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And then Amanda Cooper. She's good one as well, but like, I think she's, Three and three, or something. yeah, yeah. She's she she she's the lamb to the slaughter here. Well, supposed to well, be the, the lamb to yeah, the slaughter. The, uh, hopefully, the Holly Holm. Yeah. To I think the, she knocked out Angela Magania in her last fight. Angela Magania is the one who like got punched in the face by Cyborg, and there was like pressing charge against you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like fair play <laughs> to uh, um, Amanda Cooper for knocking her out. Um, look, I'm gonna go for Mackenzie Dern. She's meant to win. Hopefully you can get a submission this time. How it'll be somewhat impressive as opposed to her last fight. I think I expected a bit more from her really. Yeah, I did yeah. I was expecting her to once hit the deck, it was like that was it, game over. And it wasn't that. So It was a bit like Dylan Dennis in a way, wasn't it? The way Yeah. She's she is the exact same yeah. as Dylan Dennis. She's trying to learn a striking game yeah. after being unbelievable on the ground. I think it's one of those things where some people in the grappling game do really, really, really well. And others don't because 
you're not used to someone trying to punch you in the face yeah. and it's not something it's something that's hard to get used to and therefore you're used to being able to grapple with someone without them and able to punch in the face so it's a tough game to learn I think she's actually doing better than Dylan Lance's at the moment but also she's had six mixed arts martial arts fights so. yeah true yeah uh, can Amanda Cooper like take any like heat from this if she actually wins is this going to like spur her on anywhere who knows because like at the moment those divisions aren't the strongest so why not she's probably getting to the top 15 I, I almost think that if Mackenzie Dern does win this it doesn't like she's in even more trouble she needs more time mm. to learn how to strike yeah yeah she's already walked the third five from the top on a pay-per-view yeah, you know yeah, what I mean like that's yeah, exactly, yeah. that's not a lot she's almost going to have to fight Paige around that next or something yeah, I don't see the UFC making this fight in Brazil with her fighting Amanda Cooper unless they thought she could actually do it. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like, why would you send her away to Brazil? Yeah, so I'll go well, with she speaks fluent Portuguese. I think I think they're trying to make her a star in Brazil as well. Already? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, well, I'll, go, I'll go Mackenzie Dern. The yeah. UFC are trying to make money now. They're like, yeah, it's like not, not trying to make money. We need a superstar. Yeah, then in the middleweight division, uh, Jack Ray Souza is taking on Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, Jack Ray Souza is coming in. Off KO win over Derek Brunson. Head kick. Yeah, yeah, but who's Kelvin Gaston originally meant to fight? I'm actually not too sure. I, I thought this was the original fight. Was it, yeah? Yeah, Always. I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. It starts somewhere. I think, I think it just got made a bit later than the rest of the card. I probably, think it was... Probably, just, that was probably it, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was originally on the card. I actually think the co-main event for this original was Belfort versus Machida at one stage. It probably was, yeah. So I'm, I could be thinking about UFC Chile, the way Posnibio got taken out. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, middleweight division, Jack Ray Sousa's taken on Kelvin Gaston. Look, me and you, I think we both sort of, well, I definitely did sort of roll off Jack Ray after watching him lose to Robert Whitaker. And then he came back and he head kicked KO'd Derek Brunson. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, if you were so. like, to list me all the out- outcomes of that fight, that wouldn't have been very high on my list of outcomes. Uh, that's one of the reasons why the sport's so brilliant. Uh, but look, Kelvin Gaston was just coming in after knocking out Michael Bisping. Yeah. And he looks so dangerous. The only problem is, is... Jack Ray looks at the way Chris Wyman be Kelvin Gaston. He can implement a game plan like that. So he just got on top of him and he was the bigger man. Yeah. That could work out for Jack Ray. But I think Gaston's going to have too much on the feet for Jack Ray. I, I think mean, Gaston's going to get the job done. Do you think Gaston's a bit undersized, no? I think he is, but I think he's faster, more athletic. And like Jack Ray's 40. You know what I mean? Gaston's oh, yeah. like 26 or something. So therefore. I just think, like, who wants it more? Who's training harder? And then Gaslam should, like, give up eating pizza and cut down to that's that weight. Yeah, the weight... That's, that's the thing, the weight situation in the middle Also, Gaslam might struggle to make weight because it's in Brazil. Like that's you what, said that's earlier. Exactly what yeah, it's like that's exactly what I think. That's why I think it'll be more along the Jack Ray side. Yeah. I know Jack Ray doesn't live in Brazil as well. But yeah, but he's used to Brazilian food. Yeah, yeah. When he goes there, like, he's not like, what am I eating? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going to go with Jack Ray. Yeah. Like, there's something... You want to see that? Yep, yep. Well, obviously, yeah. But the thing is, actually, if you think about it, Gaslam beat Bisping in Singapore. Yeah. So you still have to make weight there. Yeah, true, true. Um, although Bisping came in on two weeks notice after being like, cho- choked, knocked out, yeah. out and then choked out basically by George St. Pierre. Oh, so close, yeah. so close. I go Jack Ray just because Kelvin Gaslam should be moving down the weight division. Yeah, yeah, but Gaslam should be fighting for the title at welterweight. He's that good. Who are you going? Gaston. Alright. And then 
Middle thing on two. The main event of the evening. Yeah, just yeah. like to say a personal thanks to our mate Bruce Buffer for coming in just to do that part of the segment. Every, <laughs> every week. Every week. Yeah. Uh, then in the main event in the women's bantamweight division, Amanda Nunes, the champion, is taking on Raquel Pennington. Um, take it away, man. So, as far as toil shots go, I don't think I've ever seen someone come off such a long extended period uh, to get a title shot. Raquel Pennington's last fight was at UFC 205. Same time McGregor became the champ champ. Was she even on the main card? She was not yeah, on the main card. She was fighting so. Misha Tate. And Misha, that was like Misha Tate's retirement fight basically. She retired after that fight Misha Tate did. Right. She sort of gave up after the third round. She was like, she was yeah. in her corner in the third round. She was like, I don't actually really want to go back out for the third round. And I think I'm Hell Benton beat her on a points decision. And look, you see, you're clearly desperate for contenders of this 135 pound division if they're giving Raquel Penton a title shot. Yeah. Uh, I just see this as a completely one sided affair for Man Nunes. She looks so dominant as champion. Uh, she hits so hard. She's good on the ground. Everything she shows with such power. And I don't see how Raquel Penton's going to have not fought in the last 18 months, come back and. Beat Man Nunes, yeah. looks like the best fighter in the division by a, by a long shot. I'd see, I'd uh, see, I'd see Amanda Nunes as like the two point version of Raquel Pennington. Yeah, like everything Pennington can do, Amanda Nunes yeah. can do better, mm. and she's also physically mm. stronger and bigger. Yeah, because I think if you look at Raquel, Raquel Pennington, first of all, her records I don't is very good. I think she's nine and five. Yeah, I think it's nine and six, maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, it's yeah. not a very good record anyway. Yeah. Uh, at one stage, I think she was like. Six and five as well. She's won her last few in a row, and she, she, I think her best thing is her boxing. She is very good boxing, but she can be a slightly technically better boxer than Amanda Nunes. But Amanda Nunes hits with such power, yeah, and such her arms are so long as yeah, well yeah. that I'm just like, everyone saw that with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, it's just like that's it. Like Amanda Nunes is better, and like she she struck with Valentina Shevchenko. Now those two fights against Shevchenko were really close, but Amanda Nunes is just brilliant. And she doesn't quit either. No. So I just think she's going to win. I think she's going to get the finish as well. I can't see Kel Pennington in the last five rounds. No, either can I. I saw Amanda Nunes. She was on the Lou Thomas show. And she yeah. was saying that like she's doing this for her family. And she like knew that when she was younger, she had to leave to move to America to mm. become, like, become what she's become now. And all. Yeah. So she's there's more mm. involved rather than just being a bit of fame. It's all yeah. about like, helping her family out. And when you have that pushing you... Mm. And that, her mindset, you can see her mindset is so like, yeah. I'm the best. And when she says, I'm the best, she's not just been like, say, tell them you're the best because that's what you're supposed to do. She's like, I'm the best and I believe it. It's, yeah. a, it's a different gravy with her. She's absolutely incredible for her and I think she's going to do incredible. Which is the funny thing because she'd probably be the least promoted champion in the UFC. Well, Nicola Montana. The, yeah, well, one of the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bar her, her, her. Bar her, would like I'll probably like said her name wrong. Yeah, she says she's sees way she's like trying not to fight at the moment. Yeah, but she just had like her tonsils taken out. So that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I think I think people are being a bit harsh on her. Yeah. Um. But Amanda Nunes is like a serious champion come true. Yeah. No, it's a absolute mismatch in my opinion. Yeah. What do you make of the way there was like even Brenda Shab was trying to hype this up as like both women are lesbians and. Both their girlfriends are, are uh, fighters, fighters as yeah. well in the UFC as well. Yeah, but like, I, really, yeah, but I don't like. Yeah, that's probably the first and only time this will ever happen. But I don't see like the marketing push for that. If you know what I mean, what what do we want to do? We like 
probably fight the lesbians. Is that yeah, it? exactly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, thinking there. Yeah. I was just like, well, I don't see where the like the post. Yeah, it's great or whatever. And if UFC want to do some sort of LGBT thing behind it or whatever, that's fantastic. But I don't see. I don't. If you told me two gay men were fighting the UFC main event or two straight men were fighting the UFC main event, I don't think it makes me want to buy it, buy the pay per view anymore or less. You know what I mean? It's just more so. I want to see like Hoist who, who are they? Yeah. yeah. Who who are they? Or are are they interesting? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, you know, who someone has sex with at the end of the night doesn't actually really bother me, you know what I mean? Unless, <laughs> unless, unless one of them's banging uh, Ariana Celeste, I'm like, right, I want to know who that is. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's Bruce Wolfer. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. The ladies, man. I don't know, I don't know. I just wanted your opinion on that because like, yeah, Shab, Shab has said this, said this numerous times. Yeah. And it, was, it was just like... In fairness, no, I could see why like maybe UC should push Amanda Nunes a bit more. You know what I mean? She sort of says the right things and like... Yeah, I suppose she does go out with another UFC fighter. That's sort of killed or whatever. But I don't see what her being gay has to do with like promoting this fight. Exactly, or yeah. Raquel Pennington. I'd almost be better if Raquel Pennington won the belt because like, her and Tisha Torres would be very good fighters. They're growing together. Does that make sense? As opposed to Man Nunes' girlfriend, like I don't think she's that good at all. Is she not? Nina Asheroff. Don't well, like I don't think she's gonna fight for a belt. I suppose okay, Tisha yeah. Torres could fight for the strawweight belt someday. She's yeah. already beaten Rose before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be a better story, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, and she's um Okay, so we're both saying Man Nunes then, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's the it's almost like a cyborg situation, but not yeah. cyborg. Yeah, not not quite that bad as in yeah. like Pennington I think will last round two. <laughs> um, there, there, <laughs> there are some other uh, little bits of UFC news I wanted to get your take on um, yeah. we were talking about uh, Montana and Shevchenko and that fight was they were looking to book it for UFC Calgary and now uh, and that UFC Calgary car is getting stacked um, Yoni and Jacek is making her return after uh, unsuccessfully f- uh, fighting Rose for a second time and she's fighting Tisha Torres on that card okay. uh, what do you think of that? Joanna uh, is just sort of stuck in limbo. Yeah, I don't see her ever beating Rose. Mm. So, we, like, who is she? Is she going to be like in that place where Wonderboy is at the moment, just knocking everyone off the number one contender? I, I, I think she's going to be there until maybe she moves up to flyweight. Who knows? But like, she doesn't look very big at strawweight. No, she doesn't e- either way. So I'm not too sure what she's going to do. Although, I think she might have to sit around and see what happens and hope someone always beats Rose. Yeah, because like in fairness. Rose has looked very good against Joanna, but I don't know if Rose is beats everyone else that easy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So therefore, uh, like Jessica Andrade could get in there and beat Rose. You yeah. never know. Knock her out. Um, also on that card, the co-main event, the, the main event is TBA, although one of these, car, one of these fights could get pushed to the main event. Uh, Jose Aldo is going to fight Jeremy Stevens on that card. That's a great fight, isn't it? Yeah, but I, t- I just haven't seen the Jose Aldo I once knew since Conor McGregor beat him. Yeah, but he looked brilliant against Frankie Edgar. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, but he didn't look like pre McGregor. No, no, he looked no. very good, but he didn't look like the well, original look. But I think this is a brilliant fight for the two of them. Yeah, well, it's going to be a slug fight. As in, like Jose Aldo, like that's the perfect fight for Jose Aldo to fight someone. You know, someone who's going to stand there in front of him and like yeah. exchange. Because he got a bit bullied against Max Holloway. Didn't yeah, he? Max Holloway sort of boxes the same sort of style as Nate Diaz. Yeah, he? he does. He's very, very sort of long, yeah, yeah, lean, like, and just like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a lot of venom behind it, but there's like extraordinarily large amount of volume yeah, and reach. Yeah, yeah, he's he looks very incredible, uh, very impressive. And then like this is Jeremy Stevens. Like he never he could never get the title shot in the UFC, and then he's going to fight the man he was trying to fight the entire time he was in the UFC for. 
know what I mean? Yeah. And Stevens is looking well recently yeah, as well. Yeah, very, very well. Yeah. Um, Gilbert Melendez says he still can't fight because Jeremy's even kicked the leg off him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he looks frightening good. And then the other fight they're trying to make, which could be the main event, is Dustin Poirier versus Eddie Alvarez. Is that what they're doing with that, yeah? Yeah, but Eddie Alvarez is out of contract. And yeah, UFC no, yeah. are trying to get him to sign a new contract. I, I think he will re-sign UFC. I think UFC would be foolish to let him go to Bellator because I think Eddie Alvarez's stock at the moment is as high as it's ever been. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, beating Gaethje, becoming like the most vital man in UFC or whatever it was, and then he just looked good since he's come back. And also, I think he does sort of match up decently against Khabib. Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, like if who knows? For, if, yeah. if you're looking for, put it this way: if if someone had a gun to my head and then Dustin Poirier was standing there and Eddie Alvarez was standing there and they're like, right, one of them has to fight Khabib and beat him, I pick Eddie Alvarez. I would, yeah, yeah. But what like about Ke- yeah? But Kevin, how's Kevin Lee? Like at the moment, at the moment, obviously it's Eddie Alvarez. There's Dustin Poirier and then Kevin Lee, and all mm. three of them are trying to get fight. Yeah, Khabib. Like I know Connor's out, Tony's out for a while, so they're the only three. Yeah. This is where I was, this is where the wild card comes in, because Nate Diaz has his rumor to fight uh, UFC two twenty seven. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think Kevin Lee wants that fight, because Kevin Lee wants to be a superstar. And if he wants to be a superstar, you'd almost ha- better off holding off fighting for the title and fighting Nate Diaz, because Nate Diaz isn't going to hang around for a lot more fights. No, so therefore you might as well get him on your resume and then go for the title. Nate Diaz is almost like more of a, you know, anomaly for a, to get a fight against him than it is to fight for the champ. And like you don't move down by me beating Nate Diaz either. You know what I mean? No, true, yeah. So So Poirier Alvarez, Lee Diaz. Lee Diaz. And that would be brilliant. Like, I'd like to yeah. I'd like to sound that. Like, yeah. I'd almost I want Eddie Alvarez to move up mm. a bit, but the thing is his, his shit talking doesn't work. No. Because he got so disabled against McGregor. Yeah, true, true. That, that, Although yeah. like oh, do you think McGregor would love if like Alvarez went in, did the dirty work, beat Khabib, and then McGregor comes back and like Knocked Alvarez off. Yeah, but the, the, people would think that's a bit fishy, you know? Yeah, it's true. same sort of thing the way Joshua was meant to fight. Um, Joshua's who's Joshua was meant to fight again? Walder. Yeah. Oh, if you fight someone else, it's a bit like, oh, you're avoiding them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. It, it is what. It, like, McGregor's going to come back and do what he wants. You know what I mean? Like, Khabib's like, McGregor's going to have to get in line. It's like, McGregor is the line. Yeah, he is. Uh. <laughs> um, also, there's Tony Ferguson to come back at some stage as well, so. Like I know, I know, I know his knee look like that looked. I I couldn't believe that like he was walking and then like he had so many uh, stitches in his leg for that knee operation he had. But at the end of the day, come UFC two twenty eight or whatever rolls around like October November, Tony Ferguson could be back fighting the UFC. You know what I mean? Who knows if it'd be the same though? Yeah, yeah, true. Who knows? He, I think he's like thirty three, thirty four now. He's not no spring chicken. Yeah, but he's, he, yeah, but he's one of those people who has like relentless work ethic. Like, he yeah. never gets tired, so therefore, I feel like he'll be able to get back into the shape he, he was in. Do you think so? Yeah, I think Like, so. all his stuff would be a lot, like, uphill running stuff. Yeah, so, like, that's probably you... why he's so fucked. It must be. Yeah. Because it's not flat ground, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's almost like, he needs to train, like, smarter as opposed to harder. Like, less hard, but smarter. Yeah. He does sort of seem like he doesn't train that smart. Yeah. You know he, I mean? Yeah, he seems like, I'm going to carry, like, 50 rocks up this hill. Yeah. And it's like, that's just what I'm going to do. And it's like, yeah, but you don't run on the in those shoes on that ground. It's not very good for you. He's like, exactly, yeah. he's like, the booga man does what the booga yeah. man wants. I never saw, I never, I never knew smart training until I saw McGregor try, train for Mayweather. Yeah. Just in that sports science thing, I was like, 
this is where they make Nganu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's for Derek Lewis as well, too, with Nganu. I look forward to that one as well. Same here. You see the way he like shaved his head now? He's like, yeah. he, he's like, I'm not messing around anymore. Yeah. But I'm still looking forward to that fight anyway. So that sort of sums up UFC 224 and the other fight news. Just that Calgary card looks like it's going to be very, very good. There's also talk about, um, what's his, who's the, the former lightweight champion in Bellator? Michael Chandler. Yeah, just talk about him potentially coming to the UFC. I think he has one fight left in his deal, maybe. Yeah, but that's something I'd 100% like to see. Yeah. Because uh, didn't Eddie Alvarez beat him before? They beat each other. They beat each other? Yeah. Okay, that's even better. So yeah. like, that would be a no- that would be a great person to put in there mm. and try and mm. fight them all. Yeah, like, I'd like to see him fight Gagey. I'd like to see him fight... Oh, actually, that was another thing. Gagey actually came out and was like, here, after having two knockout losses in a row, he's like, right, I'm not going to fight as wild as I normally do. Because like smart. Yeah, but I look at Gage and go, he's good enough he could be the champ, but like he just fights like uh, like an absolute idiot. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm just yeah. looking at him going. He fights as if he's drunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just keep swinging. Yeah, just keep swinging. Don't block. <laughs> Use block your face. Your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go down and block with your face. Use your face as a punching bag. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's, you know who I'd like to see Gage fight next? I'd like to see him fight Ally Quinta. Like, just why not? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I also... It's almost bad to be putting him in these boxing matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you don't have a, like your face is just blocking. I'd him. like to see him fight someone who's. I I also wouldn't mind to see him fight Edson Barboza. Yeah, but I think Edson Barboza would land that spinning kick on one stage and then like you face plant because you wouldn't block. You'd be like, you'd be like, do you kick? But oh, yeah, you're like, you're like headbutt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's still interesting matches, but yeah. I mean, if you throw Michael Chandler in there as well, that just means yeah. what well, could be was out. There's another person that's hanging around. Yeah, because he loves to fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also think how long has he been a Bellator, and his brand isn't even that big. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just it's... Bellator haven't been as good to him. Like I'm sure his paychecks are decent, Bellator, yeah. but like they haven't been as good to him as they probably should have been in terms of promotion. Exactly, but like he should really be the fa- fa- face of the company. Yeah, He's definitely. Stuck with yeah. The entire time. Yeah, now Dylan Dennis has walked in just miles ahead of him yeah. already. Also, uh, James Vick is going to fight Paul Felder as well. That lightweight division is like brilliant at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I want like Chandler in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, there's more like stars coming from. Yeah, I can't, I, can't I can't believe you can look at that, like, almost the top fifteen in the lightweight division. But like, any one of them is like two wins away from the title fight. It's good. They just need to get more mm. into the ring, more and more. Yeah, Octagon. like that's why there's not there's, it's not even a light a lightweight match. Yeah, on the Brazil card. Yeah. It's because there's no good Brazil lightweights. That's it, yeah. Well, they could put Upper Browser's just after fighting. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, he doesn't even live there. And else to say about the UFC? Um, any thoughts about the UFC? No, I don't think so. Bruce Buffer was put into the new UFC game. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so was Dana White. Who do you think would win a fight between Bruce Buffer and Dana White? Well, Bruce Buffer is like a black belt. Yeah, I'd say Bruce Buffer. Yeah. 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 Let us know who you think will win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you stay tuned so far, thanks a million. We are like from the bottom of my heart. I love people tuning in and having a good time. Mm. So make sure you give us a like or or like screenshot something and send it to your WhatsApp group or just give us a shout out or something. There, we'll shout you back. Thanks a million. Ross hates when people listen. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's why we do it every week. So Bellator one ninety nine is on this week. The final quarter final of the Bellator heavyweight Grand Prix. Is on. It's yep. called Grand Prix or it's just called Terms? Heavyweight Grand Prix. Heavyweight Grand Prix, right. Uh, between King Mo, who's fought as his middleweight, and Ryan Bader, who was the current Bellator light heavyweight champion. Yeah. So. Well, 
what, what, what there is a bit of a backstory the way they fought each other in college in wrestling. Yeah, and King Maho won 10 0. Yeah, King Maho won. Yeah, ten, you got 10 takedowns to zero on him. Yeah. I think that's even more than 10 0 on the scorecards. Yeah, the, well, what they were saying was that King Maho was like in like fourth year of college. And oh, yeah. Bader was in first year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I thought like I thought they were just going head to head, but uh, apparently King Mo was an incredible collegiate wrestler, like incredible, like on the same level as Daniel Cormier. Yeah, yeah. Like unfortunate not to be Olympian. So you oh, never like, really hear about these guys no. unless they're in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, unless or unless they go to the Olympics and every now and then you might see, you know, uh, an article where go prospects that could be good at mixed martial arts sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like. They basically just pick all the Olympic wrestlers. Yeah. So, um, what do you expect out of this? You would have said your dark horse at the beginning was Ryan Bader. Yeah, I think the winner of this and fight... And he's, he's the current Lloyd heavyweight champion. Yeah, Ryan Bader, I think, is an absolutely brilliant fighter. He's smart. He fights smart. He's smart to fight. He fights smart. Um, he's very, very good wrestler. I think he, his stand-up is probably underrated. Good power in both hands. Can be seen as a bit chinny at times. I actually don't think this is a very good matchup for him though, because in his head he's already been like hammered on the wrestling hammered, map by yeah. by uh, King Mo, and that's not really a great place to be in. Uh, and King Mo is very very good in tournament format. He went over to Japan and won a heavyweight Grand Prix in Japan that people like Mirko Krokop were in. So it is a very very tough matchup for him. I almost feel like the light heavyweight trap should be on the line and the, uh, as part of this tournament. For the winner of this as well. Yeah. But that, um, that, that would almost start confusing people, you know. Oh no, one percent yeah. would. The only thing is, is I look at the next round and the winner of this is gonna fight Matt Mitrione. And if King Mo wins, I can't see him beat Mitrion. Like Mitrion's far too big. Yeah, Mitrion's yeah. huge. And then I look at Bader. I'm like, Bader probably's gonna win around two thirty for this. Mitrion wins about two fifty. You know what I mean? Like that's a bit more of a sizable matchup. Yeah, yeah. Like I I think King Mo probably won't weigh more than two hundred and eighteen pounds for this fight. And I think Bader's gonna come in around two thirty. So like Bader's gonna be the bigger man with the weight and the boxing skills. I think I no, I think Bader's gonna win it. I was sort of listening to King Mo today do an interview and I was like, Do I think King Mo's gonna win? Uh, if I if I really like break down look their careers and look at like the victories that uh Bader had like Bader beat Phil Davis and Phil Davis is a very good wrestler so therefore I think he's gonna win and Phil Davis is bigger than King Mo that was for the title wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah well either way after you're just after saying it that either way one of these guys is fighting Matt Mitrione in the semi final and neither of them are probably gonna win so I'll go Bader as well mm. just he so was, he he he's the current light heavyweight champion King Mo is actually a light heavyweight. Yeah, I'll go. Current, I'll stick with the champion to win it. Yeah, that's that's completely fair enough. Yeah. Right, so we look at this tournament then as well. So you have Fedor versus Sonnen. Yeah. Who are you going for that? You see, I I was sort of like right. I think Fedor's finished right after that Matt Mitrion fight, and then when he's fighting Mir, I was like, Mir is just huge. Mir is yeah. like so oversized. Like I don't know what he was doing, but uh. After getting knocked out by Fedor, now you're just expecting fireworks every time. Like you're expecting to mm. get hit and then nerdy fall and then come back. Like yeah, too much shit happens in one minute. You're like, in fairness, after watching Chael fight like Tito, I was like, if if the Tito Ortiz Chael Sonnen comes up, Fedor is gonna smash him. But if like the Rampage Jackson, um, Chael, Chael comes up, 
fancy Chael. I felt like when Chael was trying to fight Tito, he was like, I'm already better wrestling and I'm better on the feet, so therefore like, I'm just going to win this fight. And then when he fought and he lost, he got caught in like, a stupid guillotine. As opposed to when he fought in Rampage, he was like, I don't want to get hit by Rampage. So I'm going to like do very clever boxing and then some wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think when he's coming to fight Fedor, he's going to fight him with a Rampage style. And I think Chael Sonnen has a very good chance of beating him. No, he but, obviously does, yeah, obviously. Um, if I have to guess, I'd say Fedor will knock him out. Yeah. I, I was just like, Fedor's just been too good throughout the rest of his career that I think... And he's heavy, fought heavyweight. Yeah. I think he's just going to get the job done. And plus, Bellator would love to have Fedor with a belt around his waist. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, it was, isn't Fedor also uh, good at wrestling? Yeah, Sambo. Yeah, whereas yeah. I know Child Sonnen, that's his go-to, but... Yeah. Like, Fader, so, like, like yeah, I don't think Fedor's going to be particularly easy yeah. to take down. Yeah, also, he's a good off his back. He's got, like, triangles and arm bars off his back before. And Child Sonnen's been, like, notoriously known to get caught in a submission at stage. So, ask John Jones. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm going to say Fedor win. And then on the other side, I'm not completely, like... I've not seen Matt Mitrono off his back. He seems to have very good like hips, good stop takedown. But it'd be interesting to see because like no one off the top of my head really stands out as a wrestler who Matt Mitrione's fought before. I remember Czech Congo fought Matt Mitrione before and they fought to a draw as far as I'm aware. And he was like, Congo's a decent wrestler, a heavyweight. Do you really want to see Matt Mitrione against Fedor in the final though? Again? Again, yeah. And see them like point each other. Yeah, well it was fireworks. Yeah, yeah literally. Um... Oh, it's almost like disappointing final for for the belt that they've already fought before. It is, isn't it? Um, Brian Bader versus Fader sounds a bit but, silly as well. Yeah, but the thing is, you never know because the winner of Miracle Crow Cup against uh, Big Country is the al- country, alternate. The alternate fight, yeah. If how random would it be for the Bellator Heavyweight Championship? It was like Mirko Krokop versus Fedor Emelianenko. What are we in 2002? That would be that would be crazy. But you never like you can't, like yeah. who knows? Yeah. Literally, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's madness. It is madness. So it's almost better for Bellator if Matt Mitchell comes out with the heavyweight title because they can actually look him like he's an elite heavyweight. Yeah, and uh, you will take on anyone. Literally. Yeah, as opposed to if you're Ryan Bader's the heavyweight champion, it's just like the guy who's like the eighth best light heavyweight in the world is now our champ. You know what I mean? That'd be, yeah, that'd be too messy. Would yeah, you have to like would he be the champ champ then or? I assume so. Well, why not? Like all the Bellator belts, all the Bellator belts. Yeah. Uh, also fighting that card, Paul Daly is fighting John Fitch. Um, I was actually listening to the MMA era before we did this podcast and Paul Daly was saying that he's still in England so I actually think John Fitch is going to win because I feel like that's too far away and prediction you heard it here first Paul Daly misses weight any for any reason Just, I think if he's not in the in the US and they're fighting on, on the west coast as well yeah it's California and, yeah. yeah if he hasn't left the UK yet and it's Monday and he's fighting on Saturday it's basically going to take him a full day to get there and then and the rest. Cut, yeah, and then cutting weight straight away. I don't see him making weight. And I think John Fitch is too good a wrestler. He's gonna take Paul Daly down and that's it. That's all she wrote. Uh also on the card in the heavyweight division, Czech Congo taking on Javi Ayala. I think Czech Congo is gonna win. Just take him down. Just like wrestling stuff. Told him against the cage for ages. Uh if you actually look to Czech Czech Congo, you'd be like, he must be brilliant to watch fight, and then you watch a fight and it's like this is terrible. Get off the ground, mate. Yeah. Uh, also, Bellator is like a whole, like an up-and-coming prospect. Aaron Pico is taking on Lee Morrison. Yeah. Pico's 2-1. Lost his debut. Uh, Bellator in New York. Madison Square yeah. Garden. Yeah, yeah. Was, that, was that a proper one? It was, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Actually, that one was just called... Uh, that was their pay-per-view. So it was just called Bellator 
New York. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a number one. There just has to be Pico Wayne, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. He looked really good. As, he, he knocked him out with a, with a left hook in the last fight and it was vicious looking. Yeah, he won't, well, he won't impress me in the last one. But What's then, your man's record he's fighting? Uh, 19 and 8. Yeah, no, he's 100% yeah. going to win. Yeah. There's also a guy here in the light, lightweight division, Carrington Banks, 7-0, taking on Adam Pico. Lotie, 9-2. Um, Carrington is a very, very good wrestler as well. He's one of the guys, I think, out of Penn State. So I'm going to go for Carrington Banks. He needs someone they're trying to push. Yeah, he's obviously 7-0, yeah. Uh, what you make ever since Dylan Dennis has after going in now and just really... He was the only UFC, uh, sorry, MMA fighter in Bellator that had the camera on him before going out to the octagon or you we call yeah. it the octagon yeah uh then the cage, had, yeah so he had a pre-fight uh interview in the uh, after winning he got an interview and then after again yeah, he, the did, back. he did like his own sort of press conference yeah didn't he? yeah it was the first time that like they'd ever done that the gear he wears so flash as well isn't it, it is, yeah. it's like almost stupidly looking flash like this tracksuit almost looks like a pair of pajamas you wear the bed. It is very out there. Um, yeah, it's very out there. Although well, it's very said, McGregor. Yeah, he says. Yeah, he says all the McGregor lines. He does all the right things or whatever. But it's 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 almost too McGregor esque. Like I'd like to see a bit more Dylan Dennis and less Conor McGregor. But maybe that's just who he is, and that's why they've attracted to each other so much. True. But um, look on the mat, he's incredible. But like we said last time, he beat Kyle Walker, who was two and three. So. It is what it is. You can see once he got to the ground, had that ankle, he was like, "I'm, I'm not." He was not letting yeah. go. Yeah, he was like, he was like, did, brilliant. Did not want to get back. Yeah, to he, I felt like he was like, could have done knee bar, could have done yeah, toe hold, which he did, or he could, he could have done whatever leg submission he wanted to do to your man. Yeah, and that was it. Stuck to him like glue. Yeah. So, uh, any other news in the mixed martial arts world, or are we on to the boxing? Is there anything else you want to say about mixed martial arts? Uh, no, I'm just really looking forward to Bam this weekend. It should be, it should be great, and we always have a good time when we go. So, if you're there and you see us yet again, do come up and say hello. We get a snap or whatever, and have a chat. Yeah, why not? Yeah, if you follow our sh- our stuff, yeah, definitely like, I mean, don't not say hello. Yeah, like, like if we if if I followed someone else that mm. did something and didn't say it right, that'd be a bit strange. Mm. Uh, other than that, anything else? Uh, no, I think we may as well move into the boxing. Yeah. What way do you want to start it? Do you want to? I, I think it'd be more entertaining if we talk about Hey and Belly. Yeah. Kick it off. Yeah. Um. I thought the lead up to the fight wasn't actually done as well as it should have been. Hey wasn't biting on whatever Belly was saying for ages, and um. Look up until the final press conferences, I wasn't that overly interested. Now I knew I was always going to watch the fight, but yeah, they were doing. They weren't doing the best job of selling it, really, were they? I think that David Hay had his mouth shut by him last time so he yeah. can't really be like it's the same thing when McGregor lost to Diaz he couldn't yeah. really be like yeah he was better off the same you have, yeah, to, he, he, you have to be more he, humble yeah he also like McGregor was doing no media because like every time he does media he's going to be remotely lost you know what yeah. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, look the it, actual it fight very, itself was brilliant it got, yeah but, it, but the build up and all the, the acting on mm. Belio's behalf is so shit isn't it like yeah. he just he just doesn't have that like to be, like even the way David Hayes promoter was like I'm telling you who's going to win, and I'm telling you now it's David Hay, and everyone was just like laughing at him. And, that know, was like a WWE pro was, or something. Wasn't it? I, was, yeah. I, was, I was, I was, I was, I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. I've never even seen him. Yeah, before. and then yeah, then Belly was like, here, go back to the in betweeners. Yeah. and then the next go- day, your man for the in betweeners came with the briefcase yeah. and yeah. The glasses. Yeah, oh. I actually thought that was quite a funny line. Go back to the in betweeners. I was like, I was like, that's yeah. quite funny. But yeah. then, like, just let the joke be funny. Yeah, don't yeah. don't like go back to the well. Yeah, 
Whereas, like, you see, I think he was sort of taking a leaf out of Typhus and Fury's book. Remember, when Typhus and Fury yeah. arrived dressed as Batman, and it's like a seven foot Batman. Tyson Fury. Yeah. I think he was trying to take like that. Yeah, they were literally trying. They were trying to do anything to get more views mm-hmm. on the thing as well. But when the fight night came around, like I was excited for the fight. I was like, "Can't yeah. wait to see." Uh, well, it, it was hard not to be because last time it was so entertaining. You know true, I mean? true. Uh, it was. It was actually quite funny because, as most people do, they always uh, people come up to me and work and watching the fight. Who's going to win? And like I always just thought Belly was going to win. You thought Hay was going to win though, didn't you? I thought if it went to decision. I thought Hay was going to win because Hay was winning the first six rounds mm. in the last fight. Yeah, and then he looked a lot fitter. I know Betty did as well, but I was just convinced. I was just like, I watched the fight last time, and Betty won. Betty's younger. Yeah, Betty's been training harder. Hayes was there for collective paycheck. That's just the way I looked at it, and I was like, I know he was. I know he was. But the thing is, I was also looking at David Hay, being like, "Here, man, this is sort of your livelihood. And yeah. if you get if you get slapped around." No one's going to ever watch you fight again unless you fight Amir Khan in I'm a Celebrity Get Me Over Here Jungle. You know what <laughs> I mean? Now, who's yeah. who's going to even turn on Hay again? No, no one really. Like, unless he fights Dillian White or something. You know what I mean? Just for the, for the sake of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> for the sake of it. Like, yeah. That's, David Hay's getting in the ring for the sake of it. And Bellew like, still takes his career seriously. So therefore, I was always backing Bellew. Yeah, I know. But I was, I was sort of like... David hey you actually you sort of have to win this if you want another payday again because you'll obviously in a year's time be like oh fuck I want to fight again but to me it was almost it was almost like watching Bisping get in there and fight Gaslam I was just like I, yeah. I, I know I know he hated coming on short notice but it's like that's someone collecting the paychecks you know what I mean racking no, up the paychecks oh, for their retire you yeah, know what I mean he, that was originally a paycheck collector yeah and then when he lost he was like oh shit I have to like rectify this yeah. and now he hasn't rectified it and, no. now, he, and now he's a heavyweight fighting a, a low heavyweight yeah the, uh, Bellew isn't even heavyweight no so David Hayes now just mm. like unmarkable although, reason although, see the way he was wearing his headphones yeah. inside that was clearly yeah. for extra pay like, yeah. that was clearly a sponsorship yeah. was, like he was literally milking it for anything and then the way he was going do you want to talk about the fight go on the way he was going around the fight sort of letting his chin out and stuff yeah. sort of showing off I was like that's not really a good idea and then he actually sort of didn't notice when he got that big dig to yeah. put him on the ground and then once that happened when it happened again, he was looking that the round was over. Yeah. Because he, he was out. Yeah. Out on his feet. And yeah. then and then the final knockout absolutely face planted him. Yeah. Look, Bellu Bellu looked very good, I thought. Yeah, he looked very aggressive. Yeah, yeah but then see the way after like after being on such a high, he, he was on a come down. He was like, I don't think I'm gonna fight again unless it's like Andre Ward, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is like I don't. I don't see Bellio getting a bigger fight after that. Because no. after that, I was like, "Who? Where else are you gonna get this hype from a big oh, oh, fight?" I was like, "Is Bellio gonna have to fight Tyson Fury?" Yeah, Tyson Fury's massive. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, massive, yeah. massive. I was almost like, if he actually is looking for another payday, he should probably fight Tyson Fury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but the, that, the, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. If he is, if he's there to collect checks, get in there. Although, like, it's good. It gets to the stage where it's like, you you have to look at yourself and go. Do I care about my legacy or do I care about the next paycheck? You know what I mean? Because that's sort of what it is. But what pays more? And don't say the legacy doesn't because that can mm. come back in a few years and be like, oh, the legend David Hay. I feel like he's won enough David Hay that he could he can do all the sky he can be the sky sports boxing guy. Yeah, you know do, what I mean? He's doing a bit of Bama as well, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, so I feel like David Hayes can be a pundit even if he loses to Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like losing if David Hayes should he should definitely not fight someone unless they're a larger name. Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he could go in there and fight, um, what's his name, Deontay Wilder, next to, he's not fighting Joshua. You know what I mean? 
And he's not going to win, but... He's not going to get out of his second round. Yeah, but I'm saying, if you want to you paycheck, you know what I mean? There are the fights he needs to be taking. Yeah, no, no, I agree, yeah. He's just in trouble. See, like, I don't see Dillian White being a good enough name for like Hay to get the, the paycheck he just got off the value fights. If Hay fights again, he's going to be on way less money as well. Yeah. That's, that, that, that was just... I was sort of well, like, he could be on the same money again if he fights Fury yeah but it's almost like if you're in, like, in a relationship and it's going really really bad but you have that chance to save it like are you going to are you going to save it or you're not going to save it and yeah. you just didn't save it and no. that was like you know what I mean I was just you thought he was going to save it but well, you did I didn't I was sort of like I was more hoping I was like but in fairness it was a very good box match very entertaining yeah, Belly was a, was way stronger than I expected mm. great great finish to the fight as well it was yeah uh, also Gennady Golovkin fought over the weekend and yeah. won. this went triple very G. under very yeah this triple G went it went way under the radar ever since the Canelo situation bounced yeah. off. He was fighting some random fellow who was trained by Edmund Tarverian. Yeah. It's amazing how you can be one of the best at something but people don't even know. Like, who's the best? Babington player in the world. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I was going to say darts or something but yeah. like, you're sort of like, oh shit, yeah, not darts. Like, it's like, actually, you know, the yeah. darts players are yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, who, who cares about the world's greatest badminton player? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing you can be like, the best mm. at something people don't even know. Yeah, I think I think because there are so many people who are the best boxers in the world with Triple G, it's a bit like, right? If he's not fighting someone you you know, then nah. And also, yeah, he is like English again. He's not like fluent in English, therefore, it they can't hype it up himself. But then people don't really care about it. He's almost like the Ortiz of the division, isn't he? Yeah, it's sort of like, it, like you're going to, the, you should not fight him because he's very very good. But, yeah, and you don't get much of a hype. Wait, which after. Ortiz? Uh, the heavyweight. That oh, Victor Ortiz. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about Tito Ortiz for a second. I was yeah, like, what? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like, like, yeah, no. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, of a, it's like, yeah, it's almost like in UFC if you're fighting Damian Moyes, it's like not a sexy op- opposition, but it's also one that's like, very high level. Yeah. Very, very high level. There's boxing also, this weekend in Madison Square Garden, Mikey Conlon's second home. He's on the card. He's taking on the Spaniard, Ibon Laringa, who's 10-1. Mikey Conlon's currently 6-0. Thanks for you saying that instead of me. Yeah. Uh, look, Conlon's six wins, five knockouts. I expect him to see seven wins, six knockouts on this card. Uh, he's looked very, very impressive. And he's already got his next fight lined up for the Belfast homecoming. So, Conlon looks impressive. I expect him to get the win. Same here. No more to be said, yeah. really. Like, yeah. yeah. And then Lomachenko's fighting on the card against Linares and that as well. And look, anytime Lomachenko steps between the ropes, he puts on an absolute masterclass. I expect him to get the win. He's just the best. He is, isn't he? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, no, no, but yeah. Like, just actually the best. Scary how good he is. Like, yeah. So, like, after Bama, like, hopefully we can, like, run and just catch that, those fights. Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, I think that sort of wraps up the rest of the show. So, guys, um, looking forward to Bama. Do say hello if you see us. And as always, stay energized.